This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into this very special edition of Open Mic on the State of Recruiting Podcast. I am Mike Roach from Horns 24-7, and I'm joined by what I would say is the first guy I ever had a really, really good relationship with in this business. Uh, My first one, I've got, I think, two pictures I've ever taken with commits, um, and you're one of them. Uh, It is the great Tope Amade. Tope, how's it going? Um, Going well. Everything's doing well. I'm just happy to be here, man. You've got a, I was, I texted you like literally the day after the the season was over and was just like, man, you, you have had quite a ride. It has been a long time, uh, me and you and, uh, you know, you and I have kind of grown up in the, in this thing together. You were, like I said, the first kid I ever really connected with. And then you went off to college and you've been through the biggest whirlwind probably of anybody on this roster, uh, probably of anybody you could talk to. And if you want to talk about, you know, how to handle adversity and change. I think you're the perfect guy to do that. We definitely will. Before we get into that, I want to go back to your recruitment because now, look, I see you got your, you, you know, you got a clean fade and all that sort of thing. Got a great beard. Yeah. I remember the, the the kind of pudgy kid with the smudge, <laughs> with the smudge yeah. glasses that showed up at camp. Um, you know, your recruitment took off kind of out of nowhere. Um if you have you ever thought back, kind of just reflected back on that recruitment and everything in it, and if you have, I mean, is there any any regrets or anything you would have done differently? Uh, no regrets really, and you know, just thinking back on it, everything happened uh, once the the whole deadlifting record video uh, went viral, and uh, that's when I started getting a lot of attention from you know Tulane and Texas State. They offered and. My first biggest offers were Tech and, and Washington on the same day. So then stuff started picking up after that. But, you know, just looking back at my time in high school, like, there's no regrets at all. You know, um, uh, the whole recruitment process was pretty – I was pretty new to it, new to it all. And, you know, just getting offers, I was just happy to get offers, right? So uh, no regrets. You know, if anything, um, I probably would have, you know, try and get my, my teammates recruited too. Like, you know, I, cost, I was kind of selfish on that point where – I could have helped my guys make it to the next level as well. So whether that be retweeting their film or whatever it may be. So uh, other than that, personally, no, I have no, I have no regrets. You um, even before the deadlift video, I remember seeing your film and I lived right up the, you know, I lived right up the street from Bowie at the time. So I would always pop in and see you guys and, um, and just thought, man, this is, this kid is one of the bigger, stronger prospects I've seen. And then I, you, you know, you came out to the opening that year, you worked out at the opening, all those sorts of things. It worked out for you. You got to go to a world-class institution. And I always knew that no matter what happened on the football field, you were going to use that, that scholarship to get your education on the educational side. You have how many degrees now? Uh, two working on a third right now. When, and when, when do you expect to finish that one up? 
uh, summer 2022 or fall 2022. Okay. So you've see and in this world where I think the transfer portal has become a big thing and it's, if I'm not playing, I'm portaling. I think you went about the right way and we're like, you know, I may not be seeing a ton of time on the field, but I'm going to get the value out of this education uh, and, yeah. and make the most of it. What are your degrees in? Uh, I have a, my undergrad in corporate communications, uh, master's in marketing, and then my second master's will be in sport management. So uh, three, three, three degrees, man. It's kind of unheard of, you know, student athlete wise, but I'm happy I could be a trailblazer. Do they, uh, you are kind of a nerd. Uh, just in that we're going to, we're going to talk about that later. And I always end up making friends with the, the big offensive linemen who are nerds. I bet you and Hayden Connor have some great yes. conversations. We're roommates uh, here. Oh, you are Yeah, we were in the hotel. So we talked about Marvel, we talked about superheroes, talked about everything. He's oh yeah. As soon as Hayden committed, I was like, he's going to get along with Tope. Well, cause Tope yeah. loves the superhero <laughs> stuff. I got it. We'll get, we're going to get into the Marvel stuff later. Cause I got to, I got to give you my Marvel experience that I went through during quarantine. Um, but uh, you've been through it all. So let me, I'm going to hit this timeline and you, you let me know if I miss anything. You commit to Charlie Strong with Joe Wickline as the offensive line coach. Yeah. I remember, I think I broke the news to you that Joe Wickline was gone. Uh, one night I texted you and said, Hey, what do you think about Matt Maddox as the offensive line coach, new offensive yeah. line coach? And you, I don't think you knew Wickline was gone at that point, but you had a relation, a pre existing relationship with Coach Maddox, I think through somebody at your school, right? Somebody at, yeah. at the high school was was related to him or something. Yeah, his mother in law, she was an English teacher at, at Bowie. So uh, every time I, I'd stop by her classroom, Coach Maddox would ask, uh, ask her to take a picture with me so he could just see my size, you know. So he, <laughs> You know, he he just got recently hired to Texas, so he just want to see how I was and uh, you know how how I, how I compared to his to his mother in law. So, uh, weird, it was a weird request, but you know I I understand. So you you, you go to play for Coach Maddox for one year, um, and then you know that that staff gets fired. Tom Herman comes in. Derek Wareheim's the offensive line coach. Is it at that point you get moved to defensive line? Yep. Um, so now you're playing a position you've never played before, but you're a team guy. I know you, you're going to, you're going to do what's best for the program. Mm -hmm. um, was it one year, I guess one year under Wareheim, and then they brought in uh, Herb Hand. Okay. Yep. So then you, you move back to offensive line under coach hand, you go through all those things. You go through COVID quarantine, you use your sixth year, right? Your, your, yep. uh, your quarantine year. And then you come back and you, and you play for Kyle flood and, you and I talked about this after the season, but what was it like when Coach Flood came in? And it's just like, I think you told me, you know, you really felt like for the first time since you had been at Texas, you really felt like you had a chance to to at least show what, show what you had. Yeah. And uh, like I've, I've said it everywhere, uh, the first thing Coach Flood said to me was, how come you're not playing? How come you're not starting? And again, everybody knows he loves size. So I mean, again, I'm you know six five three, three forty, three thirty. At the time, I kind of gained weight. Um, he's like, "How come you're not? You're probably one of the strongest guys on this team. You probably, you probably are the strongest guy on this team. How come you're not playing?" So you know, he he came in and and you know he built me from ground from the ground up, right? So again, I, I've learned different techniques from three, four different O line coaches. So, you know, you know, the thing about Coach Flood is like he believed in me since, again, literally the day he stepped on campus. So I just approached stuff differently then and things just clicked easier, clicked faster. And then I was able to play carefree and just dominate. So uh, props to him. 
You got your first start against Oklahoma State. I was like, I'm never at the games. You know that. I've been to like two games the entire time you've been there. And I was just happened to be at that game photographing. I remember watching you come down the, the tunnel and uh, it, it kind of just look around the field and you had the smile on your face. And I walked over to you real quick and just said, hey, man, proud of you, excited for you. Um I mean, you 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 became from that point on a, a regular starter in the offense. It seemed like you guys would start out really strong, and then as the game kind of wore on, you know, defenses adjusted and, and uh, the offense kind of sputtered a little bit. What do you think? I guess the question there would be, what does what fixes that? Is it just adding more talent up front? Is it adding more talent everywhere? Is it adding a little more explosion? What do you think changes that next season? I mean, you can't go wrong with adding more talent and more explosion anywhere, right? So I think it's more internal where it's like, okay, we need more buy-in. You know, things are always iffy when there's a new coaching change. But now that, you know, Sark's in the second year, I, I don't expect the same problems, especially since we're putting such a great re- recruiting class together and uh, we're looking towards the 2022 class, the 2023 class. So, uh, you, know, long, like, you know, long story short, like you, you can't go wrong with, you know, you know adding a lot of talent, but it kind of just starts within that culture and, you know, just buying into to the Sark system. You've always been a guy that's kept up with the recruiting classes. I remember, remember at your signing ceremony in high school, I think I told you, Hey, I just heard they're going to get Brandon Jones. Jones. Yep. Yeah. And you were like, you were supposed to be signing and you were like uh, celebrating. And so yeah. even, even at times I would run into you during your career, what's going on with this guy, what's going on with that guy. Yep. And to this point, you're done with football, you're done with the program. And yet you're still like, we were just before we started recording, we were talking about recruiting. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that goes to maybe a two-part question. How much love do you have for the program? How involved are you going to be in following things going forward? And, uh, you know, what is it with the interest in, in recruiting? I mean, I, I I love the University of Texas. They've given, they've given so much to me, uh, just stuff I can't repay back. And, you know, it's just an honor to wear the burnt orange uh, every single day for six years, right? So um, the least I can do is help them. I can leave the program better than I found it, right? So – we had four guys coming in uh, in my class, me, Gene, Zach Shockerford, and uh, Denzel. Uh, the least I can do coming out is build the best all-on recruiting class ever. So uh, we got Kelvin down and we got a couple more to go, but uh, a few surprises left for you guys. But, you know, I, I just couldn't be any more grateful for, grateful for the university. So I'm going to recruit my ass off. I'm going to recruit for Coach Flood because he – Coach Flood poured so much into me uh, and in this short amount of time, we're like, okay, like you deserve the guys you need in here to make this program great again, uh, to make this program great again. So I'm going to help recruit for you, whatever you need. Just let, just tell me that, give me a name and uh, I'll see what I can do. So, you know, it, it's been working out so far. We, we landed Kelvin. And again, like I said, there's more to come. Speaking of names, um, I'm not going to ask you to reveal anything, any deep, dark secrets you guys might've had conversations, but mm-hmm. I got a call a couple years ago. Hey, there's this big, strong offensive guard at Bowie. And I was like, no, Tope's already gone. I've already taken care of him. And uh, it was Devon Campbell. You And I think I told you, hey, there's a kid at Bowie at that point. Hey, there's a kid at Bowie you might want to tap in with. He's uh, he's going to be a special one. Um it, the times Devon's been on campus and all that, you know, just uh, what have you been able to share with him about the program? I, I just keep it honest with him, you know, just how Edwin was on, Edwin Freeman was honest with me. So 
uh, I kind of took on Edwin's role uh, for for Devon and just like, hey, like this is what UT is. This is the reality. Uh, this is what you'll enjoy. This is how the academics are. And I just, yeah, I'll, I'll never bullshit anybody, right? I'm, I'm, I pride myself in my honesty and my character and my integrity. So when it, when it comes to another Bowie alumni, I'm just gonna be blunt. Uh, blunt. I'm just, you know, frank. Like, hey, man, this is this is what it is. Like, it's the coaching staff. I've I've been through this. I've seen this. This is what's good about the program. This is what's bad about the program. This is where they can improve on. This is how you can contribute early, you know, just stuff like that, right? I'm just keeping it honest with them. So I'm, I'm not the, the type of guy to, you know, you got, you know, we went to the same high school. You got to come here now. You know, that's that's not me, right? You're, you're a grown man. You're 18 years old. You can make your own decision. So I'm not just going to, like, persuade you to come to UT just because we have a, you know, we went to the same high school, right? I'll give you the real and I'll give you the fake and, you know, I'll just shoot it to you straight. So uh, he can make his own decision. Like, again, I hope he comes here. I'm praying he comes here, but. My, my, my whole approach is just honesty and just transparency. I, uh, you've been through three head coaches, Charlie Strong, Tom Herman, and uh, Steve Sarkeesian, three distinct different styles for those guys. Um, everybody wants to know, is Steve Sarkeesian the guy? And you said you think he is. What is it about him, his personality, the way he handled the program? What can you say about him as a head coach? Uh, just approachable. You know, if I have, if I'm confused on something like, you know, he's just, again, he's just approachable. He's just more than happy to help me. Same thing with coach flood. Right. So, and even, even on the, the football aspect, you know, we score a lot of points. That's something we haven't really done here uh, in, in my six years. So to score a lot of points, even though the season didn't end the way we wanted to, to be able to score that many points, putting 70 on tech, like, damn, like we can really do this. So the fact that we're bringing in better players, bringing in uh, more guys, like the, just thinking about what Coach Shark can do with that talent is, is insane because he did it at Alabama. So if he can do it there, he can do it here too. So uh, all, all my belief in, 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 in the program and in him is, is at 100%. So uh, just what I've seen with buy-in towards the back end of the season and, and the belief in the system and, and wanting to learn the offense, wanting to learn more, uh, it, it, it changed since the beginning of the season. So, uh, again, that's not, that's something I haven't seen with, with, with the first two coaches. And uh, that's how I believe Sark is a guy like there's just complete, utter, like, you know, just buy and people want to learn. OK, um, let's get off. Let's go. Let's head on to what's next for you. I think you told me, um, first of all, I, you're going to tell us what you want to do. But have you ever thought about getting into coaching? Uh, no, I mean, I see a lot of tweets, you know, people <laughs> see the. People, people see the recruiting stuff I'm doing and uh, they're, you know, talking to me about being a GA and this and that. And, you know, I don't have to work for UT to, to be able to help UT. Right. So I could be doing whatever, I, whatever I have to do and still talk to recruits and still do and still contribute, you know, give again, Coach Flood always says just give effort and help recruit the next guy. So I'm doing, I'm putting all my effort to recruit the next guy. So, uh, you know, people talk about being a GA and stuff like that, but you know, that's, for, you know, that's a, that's a decision for another time, right? So, yeah. uh, so fresh off the end of the season, like I'm, I'm taking a, a couple of weeks off to enjoy myself, and uh, with that, I'm helping recruits. So, uh, I'm not sure about coaching, man, but you know, if you see, what, what do you see me doing? Well, I think we're gonna get into what, like, when you told me what you want to do, I was like, okay, well, that's perfect for Tope. But I mean, I can see you back. I so your old uh, high school coach, uh, Coach Wright, your offensive yeah. line uh, coach, is still at Bowie, still. Coach, uh, Coach Wright's D-line, Coach Wright's D-line, Coach Williams' O-line. Coach Williams, okay. Yeah. But Coach, Coach Wright, 
yeah. I used to see when I would go up there and I'm like, man, that guy was here with Tope was here. So like, I could see you, you know, being at the high school level and coaching. You, you, yeah. I think you do. All right. Um, my other question for you is my favorite thing about offensive linemen is um, as soon as they get done uh, playing football, they like slim down. Um, yeah. Are you, are you in the process of, of getting lean or what? Uh, just losing a couple weight, uh, a couple pounds. Uh I was about 370 in, in March. I'm down to 335 now. So just kind of maintaining this right now, I feel pretty good. Uh, depending on what I choose, whether that be the NFL route or just entering the real world, like we'll, we'll see how that goes. But I don't plan on being this way for the rest of my life. So yeah. right now I feel good and we'll see where things go after that. You, I can't remember if you played with Josh Cochran or not. If, But like I saw a picture of Josh Cochran the other day who used to play at Texas. Um, and he's like a new, he's the new tight ends coach at Tech. And he's mm-hmm. just, you would hardly recognize him because he's so skinny. Yeah. It's just, I always laugh at how the offensive line guys lose weight immediately. And it's the skill guys that balloon up as soon as they're done playing. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's talk about the, you. You're, you've always, since I've known, you've been a big comic book fan, a big movie like movie fan. You've been tweeting nonstop this week about uh, the new Spider-Man, uh, oh. which I guess I got to catch up. But we'll we'll get into my Marvel experience. But um, you uh, and you've got a YouTube channel, correct? Yeah. Go ahead and yeah. plug that YouTube channel so everybody can go check you out. Yeah. So the YouTube channel is called The Heroes Playbook. T-H-E space H-E-R-O-E-S space playbook P-L-A-Y, sorry, B-O-O-K. Uh, I talk about superheroes, Marvel movies, DC movies, whatever it may be, anything that follows that that hero's journey where, you know, that kind of takes us on an adventure and kind of teaches us lessons, right? So I have a couple a couple of videos there with teammates, personal videos, reactions, reviews, whatever it may be. So it's kind of what makes me happy and uh, what I love to do and hopefully it grows within the, within the next year. But yeah, I'm about 300 follower subs away from a thousand. So if y'all can go sub there, that'd be pretty awesome. All right. So yeah, please go check that out. Subscribe, uh, do all the things that, uh, that helps Tope out. He's been uh, putting some hard work into that. Um, so you want to, uh, I, I kind of asked what you wanted to do and you said you wanted to go to work for Disney, some of the streaming services doing some marketing for, uh, you know, the, some of the new Marvel franchises and things they're getting out there. Go into a little more detail because I'm sure I butchered that. Oh, it, dead on. That was, that was perfect, right? So, again, with me, I, I love anything Marvel, Pixar, uh, Lucasfilm, which is Star Wars, any, anything related to Disney. And it's been it's been such a huge, you know, had, had such a huge impact in my life since I was younger. And it made me happy. I just want to grow up and work there and be able to spread the same, spread the same energy and make other people happy, too. So. Uh, working at Disney is the, the long-term goal, the ultimate goal. And I'm sure there's going to be steps in between now and then that I have to take, whether that be internships, externships, you know, working at, working at other places. So uh, just keeping my mind open, trying to get experiences, you know, having three degrees from UT definitely helps a lot. So I'm just trying to take, you know, take advantage of that and, and, and roll with it. Um, you've Have you gotten any, like, there's a lot of people, the, the network, the UT network, they sell that a lot, right? Have yeah. you been in touch with anybody that you think could help you maybe get there? Do you have any leads on, on things? Yeah, even even about that, like, even, you know, with the whole, you know, with the whole following the whole senior day stuff and running out with my mom, uh, that, that caught a lot of attention from other people. They started looking into me and, and, and found out that I'm, you know, going on my second master's, my third degree in total, so that opened a lot of doors for me, right? So uh, whether that be, I've been getting reached out to on Twitter, Instagram, uh, and especially LinkedIn, where a lot of CEOs, entrepreneurs, even professors on campus reach out to me and 
want to take me out to lunch, you know, talk about my life story, see what they can do for me, see what they, what they can do to help me, what they can do to what they can offer me. So uh, it, it, it's been pretty huge. Right. So I couldn't be any more grateful. OK, let's uh, let's get to it. What is your uh, your favorite superhero? Uh, I'm going to go with Iron Man because he's intelligent and smart and, and badass, kind of similar to me. But uh, I'm kind of modest about it. I don't, I don't like saying like I'm not cocky or, or anything like that. But uh, I know I carry myself a different way and uh, I'm, pretty, <laughs> I'm a pretty badass. So, I, I mean, I, I think I am. So uh, we're kind of similar in that, in that aspect. Okay, I'm going to go pull it. I got to pull it up here. I got to go find it. During quarantine. So, like, I've never been a comic book movie guy. I watched the, the Christopher Nolan Batmans, and that's about it. Yeah. I had never seen really any of the Marvel movies. I was just looking for stuff to do, um, you know, kind of during during quarantine. What should I watch? You know, yeah. what should I go for? And so my brother, who's a giant comic book fan was like why don't you just go through the whole mcu and i've always made fun of it kind of because like i watched the first iron man when it came out and just didn't get into it at all oh. and i i just don't like iron man as it like i remember being a kid and being like i don't like this iron man as like a character yeah. because he's just kind of boring and so i went back through it i i've i graded the entire mcu all the mcu movies i heard do you want me to run through it real quick and just hear hear my grades so out of a scale of one to ten captain america first avenger five and a half i'll tell you right off the bat i'm anti-captain america he's a bad character um and i didn't love i didn't love the guy that played him um in all those seven out of ten at least a seven out of ten man Nah, he's just i've never liked captain america he's kind of boring he's kind of like a you know a goody two-shoes type of guy uh captain marvel Six and a half. Didn't love it, but thought yep, the yep. thought Accurate. the thought the girl that played Captain Marvel was good. Um, so I bumped it up like a half point based on that. Yep. So Iron Man. Remember, I go into this expecting to hate it. I loved Robert Downey Jr. I gave Iron Man an eight the the first yep. one. Now Iron Man two, three and a half. Pretty yep. bad movie. Yeah, it sunk. It sunk. Yeah, uh, this, well, yeah. Um, Thor three and a half. Not a fan. Okay uh the avengers the first one i gave a seven and a half thor the dark world i gave a one awful good enough right it's the worst movie in the whole mcu so that's accurate iron man three i gave an eight and a half okay loved it uh captain america winter soldier i gave a seven and a half i would give like an eight eight and a half at least for a lot it, it was a lot of captain america but like uh you know, I, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. Guardians I had seen already, so I gave Guardians one. I gave Guardians a seven and a half, and Guardians two an eight. Um, Avengers: Age of Ultron. I actually like had heard people talk about Ultron and like how it sucked and stuff, and I actually came out of it really liking it. Yeah. Um, so I gave that an eight and a half. Ant Man, I like unexpectedly loved. I, I didn't really? know what to expect with Ant Man. Ant Man got an eight eight and a half too. Uh, I just like Paul Rudd. Yeah, everybody loves Paul Rudd. Everybody yeah. loves him. Captain America Civil War. I gave it nine. Good job. Uh, I and that's more for like the supporting cast that was in it than Captain mm-hmm. America himself. I said I told my brother I said Captain America is like the great rapper, or he's like a bad rapper. You have to throw a whole bunch of people that feature on his album to like make it good. Yeah, that's basically him. Black Panther. I gave a seven. It was good. I didn't love it. Nine. Um, nine. Yeah. I just thought it was, uh, I thought the acting was really good in it. It's just the, 
I don't know the character, like the Black Panther character, the the superhero itself is just not as I guess not as interesting to me. Um, Doc, Doc, yeah, it, it sucks that like Chadwick, you know, passed and all that, and then now they're. Yeah. It sounds like I mean, just from what I see online, they're having to like recast all this stuff and try to figure it out. So. They, they got to get more into it. Doctor Strange got a one. No interest in that. Um, I under, like my brother's like he's very important to the whole story. So like, but I was like that movie by itself was awful. Spider-Man Homecoming. I'm a big Spider-Man guy. Uh, so it got a nine. Um, Thor Ragnarok came back strong. Only Thor movie I liked. It got an eight. Yeah, it was the funniest one, too. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, Ant-Man and Wasp, seven and a half. Infinity War. Infinity War I didn't love. Uh, I gave it a seven. Um wow. and then in game I gave a nine. There you go. So that was my and I hadn't I haven't seen the second Spider-Man yet. That's on my to-do list. And yeah. I guess the new one's coming out now. So yeah. um hopefully you won't you won't be too hard on me on my on my Marvel grades there. Right, you're good, you're somewhat accurate for the most part. <laughs> All good. Well, I gave it a I, you know, my brother tried to like lay it out for me. You don't have to watch all the individual movies to to get the you know the Avenger stuff, but I was like, no, if I'm gonna do this, we're gonna do it from the beginning and and do it right. So um that's that. Well, if you can help Tope or you know anybody in Marvel or Disney, uh feel free to reach out to him. What's the best way uh for them to find you on uh on social media? Uh just on Twitter at Tope Made, T-O-P-E-I-M-A-D-E, and then on Instagram is they call me Tope. T H E Y uh, C A L L T O P E. So very simple. All right, man. Uh, well, I, I appreciate you coming on to join me. And now that you're uh, now that you're done with football, we can do this a little more often. We can uh, maybe yeah, come back every every so often and, and see what's going on with you, man. Um, it's been uh, like I told you. I called you and almost, almost cried when I saw you run out with that picture of your mom. And I called you after the season and said, "Man, I, I'm so proud of you and everything you've accomplished." And uh, you know, thanks for uh, for being so cool to me back in the day when I was just this no name reporter and. Uh, and uh, thanks for your friendship, man. I appreciate it. You got it, man. Always. Always. All right. We will be back next week with a new edition of the uh, State of Recruiting's Open Mic with a new guest.